Welcome to Houseplant Homebody. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm here to tell you all about my favorite thing, plants. Are you ready? Did you know there's even more than just this podcast? Go check out my website, houseplant-homebody.com for even more and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, or Pinterest at Houseplant Homebody LLC. And as I'm sure you already know, each podcast episode has a corresponding blog post on my website, so make sure you check that out. And do not forget to rate, review this podcast, and make sure you're commenting, liking, sharing, and subscribing so more plant people just like you can find my podcast and social media. You can even help support your favorite podcast, blog, and social media by joining me on my Become a Supporter website page to get exclusive podcast episodes, access to a supporter-only Facebook group, early access to podcasts, and exclusive content. And if you really just can't get enough, I send out a bi-monthly newsletter on the first of every other month, also with exclusive content and some updates on what's happened the previous couple months. All right, let's get into it. Today we are exploring pencil cactus. I know, not your usual houseplant. We're we're going back into succulents and cacti for a second because this is one that I actually really love. Usually cacti and succulents aren't my favorite simply because I feel like I don't have the best environment for them. And to me, I just don't see as much growth as I would on a foliage plant. But this is one of the succulents and cacti that I actually really, really like. I think the structure is so unique on it. So let's get into it. So the pencil cactus has the simplicity and the low maintenance of any kind of cacti or succulents, but it doesn't have any thorns or anything. So it's called pencil cactus, but it's actually a euphorbia variety. So it is a succulent. Cacti are succulents. If you really want to learn about that, I think it was the second or third episode podcast episode that I did and I talked about it to super high level, but it is a succulent variety. So these have a very unique shape and really, really vibrant colors that you don't really see on a lot of houseplants sometimes. So it really makes it a must-have in my opinion. And I have two. I have um, just kind of a pencil. I don't know if it has a specific variety name and I'll kind of talk about that in a second. Um, That just has more of a green and lime, almost yellow color to it. And then there's also a one variety called like fire stick or on the that end of it where it just has red tips to it it's really cool it's like flaming red all on the top of the plant so the latin name is euphorbia triucale i believe and there's a lot of common names for them but most of the time you're going to hear it as pencil cactus pencil tree the fire sticks is one of the red varieties you'll hear or sticks on fire which it's just a very drawn out version of fire sticks but those are usually what you're going to hear them as so Variety wise, you're basically just going to have the pencil cactus, which is usually just the green and yellow variety, but then you have the fire sticks one, which has the red tips to it. So there aren't a ton of varieties that I am fully aware of that I could find online or anything. It's just kind of the two options of it. So we're going to dive right in. This is probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode because the care tips are pretty self-explanatory for this. And honestly, it is a very low maintenance house plant. So sun requirements. This plant literally needs as much sunlight as you can possibly give it. Direct sunlight is best. And by direct sunlight, I mean direct sunlight outside. South window of your house, not necessarily the same kind of sunlight. So let me explain. 
these really thrive in that direct sunlight because it enhances their color. If you have the red tipped one, more than likely if you have it in an indoor setting in even in a south window or anything like that, it might not keep the red tips. So that direct sunlight will really help brighten up, almost looks like sunburning the plant, but it will really help those tips come to life. You could supplement light. That would also probably help with the red tips. So my previous podcast episode was about grow lights. That could help you out about that a little bit more. But the red tips, if you have the plant with the red tips, you really want to make sure it is in direct sunlight. Otherwise, it will fade to green and like yellow because mine did pretty quickly after I got it because I had mine in a south window. But if you've listened to podcasts previously, that window I had it in gets blocked by a building. So it doesn't get direct sunlight all day, but it does get direct sunlight, I guess I should say bright light in a south window most of the day. So this plant, I honestly would recommend moving it outside if you want that bright red. Now, that being said, these plants do just fine without being in direct sunlight or putting them in as much sunlight as possible. So I still have one, the yellow and green variety, in a south window kind of off of a south window but it also has a grow light pointing at it and it's doing great no no complaints there it's growing really well and it's doing really good and then I also have the red variety it was in the south window but I just recently moved it to my plant shelf that has grow lights so far it has not turned red yet and I don't think it's going to but the plant is so small If I put it outside, honestly, it's just going to tip over. So I'm just going to leave it under the grow light for now and just love it like it is. So if you don't have them in direct sunlight or as much light as you possibly can give it, they may grow slower. They may become a little more leggy as well. And I know how does a pencil cactus become more leggy than it already is? Well, there would just be more space in between the branching off of the stems, I guess you should say. And then the color will fade, as I've said, like a million times by now. So moral story, direct sunlight if possible, or as much sunlight as you can possibly give it. Kind of the same requirements as cacti and succulents too, though. For some succulents, if you don't give them enough light, they're going to get leggy. So it's kind of a similar thing. All right, let's dive into water requirements. This is by far my easiest houseplant when it comes to watering, along with my other cacti I have. So... Because it's a succulent variety, these do not need much water at all. I allow mine to dry out completely between watering. Sometimes I even go maybe a little longer than I normally would with a houseplant drying out completely, and they're totally fine. I I literally can't tell when it's too dry. Maybe I'm keeping up watering it enough, but really I'm not. I'm probably watering every three to four weeks, even in peak growing season. Could that be more? Yes. Is it still doing great and growing? Yes. So if you're the kind of person that forgets to water your plants, this is one of them that you you definitely want to try out. They can easily rot if you water them too much. So I would wait till the soil is completely dry before you water again, just to make sure you're not overwatering them at the slightest. In regards to humidity, for these, don't even think about it. Not necessary. Because these are naturally from a very dry or kind of arid environment, they do not need humidity whatsoever. So you can keep these out of your greenhouse, keep them away from your humidifier. They'll be totally fine. 
All right, now we're gonna jump into fertilizing propagation. Okay, so fertilizer is pretty simple as well. I use currently still with this plant, I use Fox Farm Grow Big Liquid Fertilizer. And normally, like most houseplants, I'm fertilizing about every two weeks, but I probably fertilize my cacti in general and this pencil cactus maybe every month or so at the most. These just aren't as heavy feeders, so they don't need to be fertilized as much, but they do benefit from fertilizing during their active growing season of spring and summer. So you can cut back on fertilizing in general, and then I just completely cut fertilizing out on all of my cacti and this guy, this pencil cactus in the winter as well. So sometimes in the winter, I will decrease fertilizing to like once or twice total for like four months or so, but for this one, I just cut fertilizing completely. So super simple. There's a ton of fertilizers out there you can use. I don't think you need to use a specific cacti fertilizer. I know some people are like, oh, well, it's there. Maybe we should use it. No, that's just great marketing. So you can literally use just a plain all-purpose fertilizer and that will do just as well for your plant. And that's currently what I use and that's honestly what I have been doing. I did buy cactus fertilizer at one point and it was like in a droplet thing. I just don't use it anymore because it's just kind of more of a hassle and I just don't find it necessary necessarily when they could be using a all-purpose fertilizer and it does just well especially with fox farm grow big it's not like it's it's more of a fertilizer that is concentrated so you're able to use kind of less of a quantity and dilute it more if you need to so roundabout way of saying there's plenty of different things you can do out there if you prefer to use a cacti fertilizer specifically for these that's totally fine too it's really up to you i'm just saying you don't need to buy separate fertilizers for a bunch of different plants just because companies have them out there if that makes sense okay so let's get into propagation so taking stem cuttings is actually the best way to propagate pencil cactus and like most succulents and cacti when you're trying to propagate you want to make sure the stem that you cut calluses over, meaning you want to make sure it kind of hardens and it's not soft before you put it in a potting mix. So usually this can take about a week to callus over, maybe less than that, depending on what kind of light you have the plant in and whatnot or what's going on in your environment. Uh, maybe five to seven days, maybe longer, but that's kind of what I've seen. And once it's calloused over, you want to put it in a potting mix that is probably kept at about a medium moisture. You want to make sure you get it a chance to help root growth. You don't want to keep cuttings super dry simply because you do want to encourage that new root growth. And you can put it in a bright window. It doesn't need to be in a direct sunlight window though. Okay, now we're going to move on to the other facts and the Instagram Q&A. All right, so these are part of the Euphorbiaceae family. Another plant, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, is the chenille plant. I think it's pronounced that way. That is also in the Euphorbiaceae family, and that's another kind of houseplant fun, fun annual. It looks like a red caterpillar almost, but flowering. So that's fun. Anyways, they're also in the Euphorbiaceae family. These are native to Africa and India. And in nature, you can see these guys growing upwards of 30 feet. But in your house, usually 
they can get big if you allow them and you have the environment for them, but I haven't really seen them any bigger for sale than like maybe two feet, but they can get upwards of like five, six feet in your home if you let them. And it takes a long time to do that, but you can get that big for them as well. So usually you can find these in garden centers almost anywhere. At least for me, I've seen them in the smaller four inch planters, which is the size plants I have, or even in a six inch, but I've also seen them in the larger like eight to 10 inch planters where they're way more established, where they are that foot and a half to two feet tall, if not bigger. So here in Wisconsin, at least there's a chain garden center place called Steins. They usually at least around my area in Milwaukee, almost always carry pencil cactus, specifically the larger ones they seem to always have, but they do have smaller varieties as well. So just something to think about. You should be able to find this at a garden center somewhere because they're pretty common and they're not super expensive or rare usually. When pencil cactus are young, you might see some foliage or leaves on them. As the branches mature, you will lose those leaves and that is totally normal and don't expect it to reappear because that's, that's just how it grows. But I just want to give you a heads up that if your leaves did drop, don't be worried. <laughs> and this plant is toxic to pets and humans. So when you are trimming this plant, you actually want to be careful because the sap can be kind of an irritant on your skin. So just be careful when you are trimming the plant back or you're taking a cutting or something. Just watch out. But if you're interested in learning more about toxic houseplants or if something's pet friendly or something, episode 31 can give you more information or there's a blog post that I linked in the, this blog as well. Okay, so Instagram Q&A. As a refresher, I do this every episode and I put a question box in my Instagram stories asking, hey, the next podcast is Pencil Cactus what kind of questions do you have? So I do have a couple questions this time around and I encourage everyone to ask literally every single question you possibly can because I might not cover something that you'd be interested in or I might not think about and I really want to be able to private provide as much information as I possibly can. So the first question was, what makes it grow the way it does? So pencil-like. So I couldn't find a good explanation of why it is growing so pencil-like. I don't know if it's adjusting to the environment it's in to like, I don't know, minimize wind or something. Who knows? I'm not quite sure with the logic natively why it adapted to what it looks like. But I do know the reason it does, it is called pencil cactus is literally simply because of the shape of it. It just looks very similar to what an actual pencil looks like. And that's where the name comes from. And the next question is how much sunlight does it need? Does it do better indoors or outdoors? So I'll recap what I said earlier. I think if you can put this plant outdoors and you can give it direct sunlight, that is the best possible environment for it during growing seasons. Obviously, you don't want to leave it outside in the winter, especially if you're like in Wisconsin, it's freezing kind of situation. But if you have it indoors, for like me, mine are kind of small, so I don't want to move them outdoors because I know they're going to get knocked over. They're not going to hold moisture when they get knocked over, all that good stuff. So I'm going to keep it indoors. So I keep it in front of a south window or under a grow light usually just to give it enough light to really grow to its abilities. I hope that explains that. Usually if you're having it outdoors in that direct sunlight, you're going to get that brilliant color and you're going to have really dense growth too. And indoors or in a south window, you might not have as dense of growth and you're going to have colors fading usually. So 
that was it for today, guys. I told you this was going to be a fast one, but I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. This plant is super easy. If you are a new plant parent, this is definitely one I would recommend. Super low maintenance. If you're someone that tends to overwater plants, maybe avoid this one, but always make sure you're planting cacti or succulents in a well-draining soil either way. That way it helps prevent root rot and overwatering in general. So let me know on Instagram or Facebook or anywhere what you think of the pencil cactus. Send me pictures of your pencil cactus if you have one. I'd love to share them on my stories. Otherwise, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to episode 64 of Houseplant Homebody, all about the pencil cactus. Don't forget to check out the blog post that corresponds with this episode. If you go to houseplant-homebody.com and go to the blog page, you'll find it there. Also, don't forget to find me at Houseplant Homebody LLC on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Make sure you're rating, reviewing, and sharing this podcast along with liking, saving, and commenting on social media. Odds are, if you like this podcast, someone else will too. I love to hear what you've learned from this episode or really anything that I'm doing and your plant experiences, so please share them with me because I love it. Also, you can help support your favorite podcast by joining me on my Become a Supporter website page to get exclusive podcast episodes, access to a supporter-only Facebook group, early access to podcasts, and exclusive content. Your support means the world to me, and I'm super excited to keep bringing you plant bios and information. Also, don't forget to check back every other Tuesday for the brand new episode and blog post. From one houseplant homebody to another, see you next time. Hello, it's me. So I just want to stop on like I usually do at the end and say the same thing like I always do. But I wanted to tell you that for the financial supporters out there, which I do call them supporters, like capital S supporters, used to be Patreon members. But since it's now on my own website, they're no longer called Patreon members. So it's just supporters. Um, I want to tell you that your July merch has been ordered and is still getting shipped to me right now. So probably by the end of July, I will be shipping out all of the fun July merch that I have. So I just wanted to give you a heads up that if you do see an email or a message from me, please keep a lookout because I think I have everyone's address, but I just want to make sure I do currently have everyone's current address on those so I can send you the fun merch for July. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, if you go to my website and you go to become a supporter, then you'll see some more information. You basically can choose your level of support. It's three, seven, or $10 a month. And the $10 a month gives you the merchandise and the 7 and 10 gives you podcast episodes a day early merchandise. There's an exclusive Facebook group for everyone um, that does the supporter group um, just to communicate a little bit more and send out like, hey, the episode is out on Monday and that kind of thing. So go check that out. Um, But I did want to say that The wedding is coming up very fast. As of today, I'm recording on the Sunday before this comes out. It's like 17 days before I go into town to the wedding. So like 20 days to the wedding, which is crazy. So very exciting though. Um, That being said, obviously if you're on social media, you're seeing I'm not as present. So I apologize about that. But I am just trying to take in what I can of this great adventure and getting married and everything. So I just want to make sure I dedicate the time that I feel necessary to that. But you will see me in my stories and on my honeymoon, I will definitely be sharing 
pictures and stuff because we're going to Hawaii. So I'm really excited to share all that good stuff with you guys. Um, The next podcast episode will be the last one before I do take a break. So keep that in mind. So the next podcast episode comes out in two weeks. So that is on August 2nd, which is literally the week I'm getting married. (laughs) Um, But I am doing that podcast uh, kind of as a wedding edition for me. So my favorite flower and what I really wanted to use in our wedding was anemone flowers. And I really wanted to learn more about them and just share kind of that little passion with you guys. It's not a houseplant, obviously. It's cut flower and there is a perennial version of it. So I'm really excited to dive into that and just kind of give you guys something new to listen to and kind of hear about. But I'm excited to share that with you. And then I will be skipping the next two normal episode weeks to enjoy the wedding, enjoy the time with my going-to-be husband, and then enjoy my honeymoon a lot. So I will be skipping a couple weeks and then the next podcast episode will not come out till September 13th. So just as a heads up, you'll see me on social media, but podcast episodes won't be released. But if you have any questions in the interim, just let me know. Um, I get notifications on Instagram all the time of you guys sending me stuff. So I really, really appreciate it. If you want to share pictures of your plants with me, I really encourage it. I love seeing plants from you guys. I love sharing them on my stories. So just keep in contact with me and I will respond as soon as I can. And I love talking to you guys. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Pencil Cactus. And now you want to go buy one because they're pretty cool and low maintenance. Just saying. So Hope you guys have a great week and I'll see you on social media and talk to you later. Bye-bye.